Some of my favorite shows to watch on TV are Law and Order and NCIS and those kinds of shows. And sometimes I feel bad for the people that are being questioned. Because they'll say to them, where were you two weeks ago at this time? And I think, gee, I hope I never get asked that because I can't even remember where I left my coffee cup. I have to say to the staff, do you know where I is, Father? It's over there. Now, where was I two weeks ago? I don't know. Probably around here somewhere. But a question that we ask ourselves a lot around this time of year, a question that comes up a lot in conversation is, where were you? Where were you on September 11th, 2001? I was in school. Didn't really understand much of what was happening, but I could see and hear the tension in teachers' voices, phone calls and coming in and out of the rooms. When I got home, news was on. It's probably one of the few times I remember where I was. Many of us that were around at that time know that same feeling. Can describe where we were when we first heard what had happened. But rather than asking each other, you know, where were you? I think really the question that's most on our hearts, I know it certainly was then and it probably still is today, is talking to God and saying, Lord, where were you? Lord, where were you on that day? With all your power and your might and your grace, where were you? Because it seems in those moments in that day and the days that followed, God was anywhere but here. And yet, my friends in Christ, God was truly in the midst of all of it. He was with each person who lost their lives that day. He was with the incredibly courageous first responders, which even weren't, weren't all, but you know, the police officers and firefighters and doctors and nurses, some of them were just ordinary people who chose to run towards the danger rather than away, who gave that ultimate sacrifice of their lives trying to help others. God was right there. The Lord was with each one of us, and he continues to be with each of us. In one sense, it seems like the world changed forever that day, and then we still deal with some of those same things today. The violence and war and anger and, and hatred and evil actions. We might say to ourselves today, just as we would have back then, where are you, O God? But that's the beauty of the crucifix. That we know where our God is. He is close, right next to, right nearby, right with the suffering. The suffering of those who are being persecuted for the faith in China and Afghanistan and the Middle East as a whole. It's with those who are sick and homebound. And he's with us, 
My friends in Christ, that is the beauty of our faith. And it's something that St. Peter wasn't ready to embrace in today's gospel. He proclaimed Jesus' divinity. But he wasn't ready to accept his suffering. When Jesus said, I'm going to suffer and die. Peter takes him aside and says, Lord, I don't think you know what you're talking about. Doesn't seem like such a good idea. And Christ rebuked him. He actually calls him Satan, the accuser, the, the father of lies. He says, I must suffer. Not because suffering is a good thing, it's not. But because he knew if he did not suffer, we would be without hope. And you see, that's what the enemy would like us to believe today. The accuser proclaims that there is no hope, but he's wrong. If you ever read in the news or hear somebody say, oh, there's nothing good happening in this world, they're wrong. Because God is with us. Because God is in this world. The crucified and risen one is with us. I'll share with you a dear friend of mine passed away earlier this week. And I've really been struggling with that. And then I thought of today. And I thought, well, if God saw each of us through that day 20 years ago, he'll certainly see us through our challenges today. I realize this is a heavy and difficult thing to talk about, so I, I just want to emphasize The message of the gospel is one of hope, is one of encouragement, is one of strength. Christ conquers. And so though we may have to bear our cross, it comes in all shapes and sizes. And it may very well seem very heavy at times. It is only by bearing that cross with the help of Christ and those around us, that we will win salvation. So, my friends in Christ, let us take up whatever cross is entrusted to us. It's a phrase from the saints. If you bear the cross gladly, it will gladly bear you to paradise.